Men think women are to marry a young age and they are not supposed to get uh, educated or even to be treated the same level as men. Hello and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. This episode, we're focusing on how Christian women in Upper Egypt are pouring themselves into other women and giving them the gift of literacy, the ability to read and write. Because of cultural and religious norms in this part of the world, women are often forced to marry at a very young age. They're denied an education and even treated as less valuable. But as my guest Nirvana tells us today, all that changes through God's grace and Bible-based literacy from Bible League. Nirvana, people are often denied education for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, they're facing poverty. They face persecution. They live remotely. I mean, education is just kind of, uh, it's, it's out of the mix for, for, for many people. How many women in Egypt do you estimate are illiterate? And then tell us, what are some of the reasons, uh, based on what I just said, some of the reasons for the, the, the literacy rate that's there? First of all, Egypt is a big country, a huge population, uh, which is more than 100 million people. And according to the Central Agency of Public Mobilization and Statics, they revealed that the percentage of the illiterate female in Egypt is around 11 million women. So Hmm. around 28.3% of the whole female Hmm. population in Egypt who are illiterate. We have many reasons why the ladies are not Literate. For example, in Upper Egypt and in rural areas in Egypt, men think that women are supposed to work at home and uh, they are supposed to, to marry uh, in a young age and uh, just serve her husband and her children at home. And they are not supposed to get uh, educated or even to be treated as the same level as men. So they are usually treated as a second level citizens. So that's why there are many ladies, especially not in the youth age, but in the elder, elders are illiterate. Yes, yeah, so I think if I follow you correctly, it, 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 it's, it's, uh, it's cultural and it's, uh, there's religious reasons behind this. Let's talk about, uh, with that great need you just mentioned, let's talk about Bible-based literacy. Uh, this is a program that the Bible League offers all over the world. People have heard us talk about it. This is something that's uh, big on your heart, isn't it, Nirvana, to be able to offer uh, women, you know, give them the chance to uh, to be able to read and write in their own language. I'm guessing that's probably Arabic. But to talk more about Bible-based literacy being offered uh, in Egypt to women. Actually, we started uh, the program of Bible-based literacy in Egypt since 2016. Hmm. Most of the ministry is done in some areas like in Upper Egypt, as I as I, min- I mentioned. We can say the poorest area in Egypt. This area is known of agriculture environment. So most of the men there work in farms and uh, the ladies uh, work with them. And as I told you, the culture is that women are not supposed to be educated. So you can find many ladies and women that are illiterate there. And also most of that area, uh, maybe 50% of the population there are Christians. Hmm. So you can find the churches are everywhere, but at the same time, ladies are not able to read or write or even to read the Bible. 
Yeah, yeah. I follow you there. Talk about kind of what these classes uh, are about. Think, think about a class session. Where are they typically offered? I think you're saying Upper Egypt. How long are the class sessions? Um, how long does the course last? And then how many students uh, are usually uh, attending those classes? Most of the classes are offered in the church. We are usually work through the church. So uh, most of the classes are in the church. Typically, the lesson starts with some words that they learn. Then at the last of each lesson, they have a scripture verse where they find the word that they have learned in that lesson hmm. from, in the Bible. So we usually connect between the what they learn in the lesson and where the, the word is in the Bible. Hmm. So usually they are surprised that they can find that connection between what they learn and the, what is in the Bible. <laughs> the class is usually is offered twice or three times a week. And the students are between 12 to 15 uh, ladies mm. in each class. The, the curriculum uh, lasts from 12 to 18 months. Talk about the teachers that teach this class, uh, these classes, um, giving people, in this case women, the gift of learning to read and write in Arabic. Talk about some of these teachers. Uh, you know, do they have to be teachers to be able to teach this program? Are they given training? Um, I would guess they're probably maturing believers. Um, talk about some of the folks that teach uh, these classes. The process that we take to find that teachers that we usually communicate with the pastors in the churches, the local churches. And then these pastors uh, try to find the people with some qualifications in his church. Uh, these qualifications, like they have to be a literate person, they have to be uh, a member in his local church. He has to be a Christian who believes in Jesus Christ and has a real relationship with God and has patience and has the will to, to teach elders, which is not an easy process. Mm. So mm. usually we search for these qualifications. Which it's not easy to find in people who, who really want to serve. So... Usually we, we communicate with, with the pastors and he find these people from his church and then we train them for, on the curriculum and how to teach the curriculum. And then we follow up with the teachers once they start the class until they finish. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, I want to go back to something that you said. Of course, listeners, as you hear about Bible-based literacy, you know the unique element here um, is that as people are learning to form letters and words uh, in their own language, in this case in Arabic, um, they're also learning about uh, Jesus, the great lover of their souls, right? Nirvana, talk yeah. about uh, how, how the Bible, again, is, is utilized in this program. And, and what, are, what are students learning about God uh, through Bible-based literacy? Each lesson has a, a Bible verse which is read by the teacher in each lesson. Uh, then they start sharing what they think and what they know about that Bible verse and about God and uh, what he's trying to say in that Bible verse to us. And then they start to think of how to apply that in their uh, lives. Hmm. So in this particular part of the lesson, the ladies usually uh, love that part because they start sharing about their thoughts and uh, and the, their feelings, hmm. which are not usually being shared between them and uh, others, especially in their families or in their relationships around them. 
So they usually love this part because they can express their feelings and their thoughts and how God is caring about them. And they, they pray with each other uh, after each sharing uh, part. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. I love that. Nirvana, I told you I was in your part of the world in the Middle East, and we had an opportunity to visit a, a, a small evangelical church that was wanting to be a blessing to primarily Syrian refugees that were in a, a camp um, not far from this uh, this church as they were being um, acclimated to local communities, uh, leaving those camps and, and, and integrating into uh, in, in, into a new area. That church just simply wanted to be a blessing, and they ended up using Bible League's uh, Bible-based literacy program. And so my colleagues and I were there. We were able to observe for about an hour, and um, Nirvana, we love what we saw. There were women, again, who had been denied an education. Many of these women, frankly, were of, of Muslim backgrounds. They loved their teachers. Uh, they, the, those teachers loved their students. You could see there was uh, just um, admiration. There was appreciation. There was great love. As you say, there was, an, uh, there was an atmosphere there where these women were just connecting with each other. And it was, again, such a joy to see that. And again, a lot of these women were giddy as they would go to the board, you know, and they would, they would, they would read uh, different words. It was exciting for them to be able to, uh, you know, they were at a basic level, but it was exciting for them to be able to uh, to learn to read and write. And we think about the dignity that brings to a person, right? I mean, to be able to to uh, to function in society, right? To be able to read a menu, to be able to, you know, re- read instructions, to read a recipe, all of those different things, right? And yet yeah. uh, there was also kind of an element of, of spiritual literacy there as they were being able to access the Bible for the first time ever, Right. They were beginning to to think about who who is this Jesus? Um, what 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 is the gospel? All of those different things, and yet it was being done not in a forceful way, but in a way that was being welcomed uh, by these women. Again, what a joy for me to uh, to to have experienced that. Um, tell me what you've observed. Have you seen kind of that same? Reaction between uh, teachers and students, not necessarily with Muslim women exclusively, but Nirvana, what have you seen in the course of uh, just evaluating ministry there uh, in Egypt? I have seen a lot of expressions that was that was different for me to see. When I see the ladies that are very happy that they can read the word of Jesus and write the, the name of Jesus for the first time, and when I saw ladies trying to share how Jesus and how God answered their prayers and how the, there are a lot of miracles that they want to share with me and with the team. I saw lives of women changed after, after they uh, started to, to read and write and how they regained their confidence in, in themselves and how they could feel that they now have value and uh, they can function in the society, as you said, mm-hmm. how they can feel that they are valuable in, in God's eyes also, and how they are loved. Um, there are many, many stories that we see every time we have yeah. a visit to that classes. Um, the can, can you share lady, one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> one of the stories was for a lady called Magda, and it was her first time to join a literacy class. And she was different because her father tried to register for her to go to school when she was a child. Hmm. But when she 
came old, she started to feel that she missed something very important to herself. So she started to pray to God that I want to have that chance again. Hmm. And uh, when she uh, heard about the Bible-based literacy class that would uh, would start in her church, she was the first one who registered her name in the class. And she was very eager to attend each class and each lesson and never Hmm. missed any lesson which is very hard for a lady who has children and has a husband to leave them twice a week or three times a week Mm. for two hours and in upper egypt it's not the normal culture so it was very difficult for her but she insisted to do that even if uh, she has many chores at her home to do and uh, many duties And one time when there was a class and she was cooking, she started to to be hurry to catch the class. And once she finished the cooking, her husband told her, please stay with us to eat with us, to have lunch. Hmm. But she refused and insisted to go to the class. And she was very hungry, but she insisted to go to the class. And uh, the scripture verse on that lesson was, what Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, it's not just bread that keeps people alive. Hmm. Their lives depend on what God says. And at that moment, she felt that God is speaking to her and that hmm. she is not neglected from God or she is seen and he can feel what she she feels. Hmm. And uh, also she has a, a story because she wears breast watch. When we asked her about that watch, she told us that she went in a, a bet with her husband that if she learned to uh, calculate and uh, learned the numbers, he would give her his watch. Oh, I love that. So, <laughs> yeah. So she, every lesson, she asked her, her teacher to teach her the numbers and the calculations. And, and after some time, her husband asked her about the numbers and she said, I know that. And she answered his questions and then he gave her the, the rest watch. <laughs> and since that time, she never put it off from her hand. No. And when her family or her friends asked her why you are wearing a man uh, rest watch, she tells them the story. So, oh, I, I yeah. love that, Nirvana. And I love, too, what you were saying is, again, as she was learning to form letters and, and words um, in, uh, in the Arabic language, um, which is important in and of itself, she also learned that God knows her intimately. Um, he cares about her. Uh, she's not lost in the crowd. And that uh, sounds like it brought uh, just encouragement and, and hope into her life. And I think that's why it's important uh, that Christian women teach these classes right to be able to answer a question when people say, I, I'm reading about Jesus. I'm reading about God knowing me uh, intimately. Uh, those women are in a position to be able to talk further with, uh, with those students, aren't they? Every time they hear about God and how he, he loved them, they can trust him. And they can trust him and give their lives to him and continue to see just how valuable they are in God's eyes. Nirvana, thank you for giving us a glimpse into what the Lord is doing there in Egypt through Bible-based literacy from Bible. I love all that you have shared with us today. So encouraging. Friends, thank you for listening and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. 
And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day and learn more about becoming a monthly sower at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And would you take a moment and let us know how today's program impacted you? You can email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. For the Word in Action podcast, I'm Michael Woolworth.